Welcome back to another episode of Talking Titles. This week, Noah hosts and the boys discuss Ja Morant's woes, our way-too-early MLB predictions, the NFL offseason, and Jay's picks. As always, we hope you enjoy this week, and we hope to see you next week. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Titles. I'm Noah. And I'm Jason. Man, this week... Uh, it's been a, a crazy mix of like everything's going on and nothing's going on. How you doing, my friend? Man, I'm doing good. Uh, I think I'm doing good. I mean, the Sixers are doing pretty good. So in the sports world, I'm doing pretty dang good here. Well, one one on the good. road trip, man. Yeah, I, I wish I wish I could say the same for the Celtics. Hey, man, I'm not wishing bad on your team, but keep on losing. <laughs> so how are you doing, my friend? I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We got a lot of big news this week yep. to uh, touch on. Yep. Um, and and hey, my garbage last week uh, kind of came to fruition, huh? It did, dude. Explain that. What the heck is up with Ja Morant? Yeah, we'll we'll get right in the jaw, man. He he's an absolute clown, man. I mean, I know he's young, and I know I know you're gonna you're gonna do dumb things when you're young. We we all know that. We all uh, probably did dumb things in our own ways. But you're in when you're in that spotlight, man. He went from he went from okay in this span, it went from he went to beating up a minor to uh, holding a gun in the minor's face allegedly. To after that news coming out, he was on the court doing gun like doing gun signs like like acting like he was shooting, and then I think that night he went into the club. With uh, with a firearm, which we really have no idea if it's his firearm, if it's a legal firearm, if it, you know what I mean, if he has, if he has his uh, documentations for it, like who knows? We don't know anything. I I will I will add to that though. Today it did come out that the uh, Colorado um, Police Department is is dropping the investigation. So I would assume that they have. Um, Figured out that whatever gun he had was legal and was all good uh, from that side of things. Right, right, right. But I mean, my my main my main problem with this is the fact that you're you're in the light of like this the biggest spotlight in, in, in sports right now. Right. You're in the NBA, and you're the one of the most exciting up and coming stars in the NBA, and kids look up to you, and and you, you just can't do that, man. Like. I, I just, I'm baffled by how how silly it is that, that that they. I know your your beloved Kyrie Irving, but Nike threw him away because he shared something, and they're backing up John Morant because because he's a blue star, but but he's he's waving around gun. So I I I mean it, to 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 a lot of people those cases are different, right? I mean John Morant. Uh, while while being an idiot uh, and flashing a gun and going ah I'm a gang member or whatever like uh, he's not necessarily inciting violence by showing a gun like the the, uh, the you walk into someone's house they got a gun on a mantle it doesn't mean they're 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 advocating for shooting people um, but Kyrie you know he's he in sharing what he shared whether you agree with it or not I think he uh, he he's he's inciting the the freedom for people to go out and just uh, do whatever they want to to Jewish people. So I think the there is a there is a, a difference there. I see what you're saying, but I think there's 
there, it's more about the intent of harm and just lack of accountability. You know, Jaws, Jaws press team was right on it. He released a, a statement and whether you buy it or not, you know, obviously most of these are written by a press team and not the actual player. Um, but Kyrie took forever to come out and say, you know what, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to go get help. So I think that's also a difference too. John Morant was like, you know what, that was wrong. Whether or not it's because he got caught, like it's still, I think there's the accountability factor too. Definitely the accountability, but I think they're in a different light though. I do not agree with what Kyrie obviously shared, but he literally just shared like a movie that's all on Amazon Prime. Right. That is, is for the viewing of anybody. So, I mean, I totally get it. Like, I, I get we're in a touchy, we're in a touchy uh, time anyway with uh, certain, uh, certain aspects of the world, especially things like that. So I totally get it. But back to John Morant, you're in the club probably getting drunk with other drunk people yeah. waving a gun around. Yeah. Like this we know. I'm not, we, we, we can step away from the alleged stuff, but this we know. Right. What are you doing? Yeah. And then, and then um, the Instagram on top of it, like it's right. like, you're you're on an Instagram live like there's it's one thing to have a gun on you when you go somewhere right I, 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 I'll still judge you I think if I find out you have a gun when you're going to drink like that just common sense is if you're gonna drink you wouldn't handle a gun same as you shouldn't right. handle a car um, but you know if you're carrying and I don't know you're carrying and there's no problem for the evening whatever but the fact that you're just out there brandishing it and then it ends up on Instagram and like you're there's uh, obviously, you know, when you, you consume alcohol, there's a lack of, you know, a, a filter. But there's the, the other thing that goes on John Morant, too, is apparently he is not surrounding himself with people that are like, hey, John, right. let's let's not do this. Right, man. And then what's crazy is that is that like his actual friends and like, I don't know if he was out with teammates. It looked like it was just friends or something. But why are you going to let this like this kid get on, especially the internet and wave around the gun. And I said it the best, man, like real gangsters brag about when they make money. It's weird that a guy with so much money now wants to act gangster, like real gangsters, like the absolute opposite. It's right. Well, I mean, I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're really in the money, the common sense would be uh, I'm going to keep a low profile. So nobody's gunning for me. Like that's just, that's that would make sense instead of, Hey, I got a gun. Come get me. Like what, what good is that going to do? I mean, and he's just trying to act gangster. You know what I mean? Like he's trying, right. like, he's just waving around, like doing like one of those rap videos. And I don't mean to sound like the old guy. That's like, Oh, these damn kids with their guns, and rap videos. <laughs> but like, what are you doing? Like, I'm only a few years older than him, and I feel like, he, especially just in the light of who he is, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, you're one of the most promising up and coming stars, and you know you just got your Nike deal. You just overcame Kyrie and his Nike deal. And you're in a playoff hunt. Right. You're, you're second in the West. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the, the other thing, the other thing I'd like to highlight is apparently a, 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 a story broke. Um, inside the locker room, I guess uh, two days before that event, yeah. um, uh, Stephen Adams actually sat the team down and was talking about how like going out and partying 
and doing all this extracurricular stuff is not what the job is and it's not uh it doesn't lead to good things and then this happens so like i'm not saying there's a direct like ah screw the old dead he doesn't know what he's talking about but there also could be some uh members whether it's just jar or, you know some other younger members of the team that are like ah steven adams you know Ah, that Kiwi, he's something else. Yeah, he's, he's not even from our country, man. Right. He's like, what, what does he, he know? know? So, like, I, I, the other thing is, too, like, if 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 I'm Steven Adams, I'm like, man, like, I, I'm pulling Ja aside. And I'm like, listen, like, I just talked about this. And now you see what trouble you're in. Not like a ha-ha look at you, but more of like a this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, man. And I'm. But like I said, I think I just think there's a different accountability that he needs to be held to because I like I said, I know that there's the rap videos and but like what as a kid, even if you're watching like a rapper, you're like, Oh, okay, that's just a rapper, right? But this right. is like some this is somebody that people idolize. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's there's ten year olds because I remember when I was that age, I, I idolized AI, Steve Nash. Right. You know what I mean? I idolized these guys when I was younger. And so I can only imagine that there's so many kids out there that are idolizing this and that are seeing this and like, that's not like, you know what I mean? Like you, you don't put that in kids' heads. Like, and I totally understand, like, I'm, I'm really going digging into like, there's people that idolize this guy and you can't, you can't really present yourself like that in this, in the type of light he's in. You just can't, you can't do it. Right. And and I'll, I'll give, I'll, I'll, I'll give a perfect example of this. So like growing up, Robin Williams was my favorite comedian. Right. And, uh, um, still is to this day. Uh, but you know, uh, I grew up when he was a little bit older. Um, but young Robin Williams had a bunch of alcohol addiction and a bunch of substance addiction and, uh, old Robin Williams was, you know, in recovery and he was very, very, you know, out there and open about like how drugs, can really affect you and really affect the people that you're with and it's impossible for you know addicts to have one they got to have 50 or whatever it is and and that really like was like oh all right i got that like i'm gonna i'm gonna not do that because i see this guy he's did this before and he's not gonna do that because that's what he's talking about and so like from a personal standpoint like i can totally like especially me like being a stand-up comic like I I'm around people that do coke like that's just like right, a, right. that's a stand up thing not to not to be like talking about drugs but like that's so, no, like, no, no, no. I, so, so like I could totally be oh I've seen this guy do it I'm just gonna do it it's fine but like I've seen what it can do so it's totally I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying about like the young kids looking up to jaw it's like oh that guy's brandishing a gun and he just got like three days off of work like it's all good right Right, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I'm happy in the sense that he's like I hope that they do punish him. Even even just him going away when he comes back, there needs to be like he needs to explain himself and he needs to have like a huge apology because like it, it's really just the accountability thing with the with with the kids that idolize these guys, man. Yeah, like, I just know, like I said, I know from my standpoint, like when I was growing up, man, you you, you idolize these guys. You know, what I mean, if you play that yeah. sport or you watch the sport. The kids are easily influenced, man, and and that's just not a good look. And no. I I really think the dude's a clown. I know he's young, and people make mistakes, but uh, yeah, that, that just, it just can't happen to me, in my opinion. And especially, especially like 
I feel like the Grizzlies, like the Grizzlies are known for being like the dog pound, right? Like the Grizzlies are known for being hard. Like it's not, it's not like you're, you're a member of the Kings or you're a member of like uh, the, the, the trailblazers or like some, or, or uh, if you back in the day, you had the Charlotte Bobcats. It's not like you got to act tough because your team isn't tough. Like you are one of the toughest teams in the league. Like you don't have a reason to act tough. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, they're known as like that, like you said, like the chippy team. People don't like them because they're a little bit, they're a little bit chippy and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't even. I don't think that had anything to do with the gun thing. But no, no. But I just, I just think it's, I just think it's interesting. Like he's, he's out there trying to like project this, like oh, I'm the man. But like he's doing it on the court. Like there's no reason for the extracurriculars. Right, man. And. Uh... I, I feel like I'm just circling here, but <laughs> I'm I'm gonna keep saying like he needs to be accountable, and and I'm happy that he is missing games, and I, I'm not saying this guy should get a lifetime ban, right? You know what I mean? Like people make mistakes. The kid's young too. He's, yeah, he's like what 22. Yeah. Um, so obviously he's gonna make mistakes, but that that that's something that his inner circle, his team, his friends, his family, they they need to sit this kid aside and tell him like. You can't be doing this kind of stuff, man. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. th- that could have went zero to one hundred real quick. Plaques go burst. He went to a club one time with a gun, right? Yeah. Shot himself in the goddamn foot. So. Yeah, the Gilbert Arena. Be better. Be better. <laughs> be better, John Morant. Yeah, yeah. Um, sticking with the NBA, my friend, real quick. There's not as much NBA news aside from John Morant, uh, but I wanted to, uh, since we're coming close to the end of the NBA season. Um, I wanted to go through uh, the top five teams of the East and the West and uh, get your opinion on if they're they're rated, meaning they're they're perfectly fine where they're at, or they're uh, underrated, um, uh, in your opinion. Uh, so it it might it, it might be, uh, and this is also I'm going to list the, uh, the what they are in their last ten games. Uh, because that also makes a, de- a difference. For instance, Celtics, they're number two. They're five and five in their last 10, but they have the second best record in the NBA. So like it's it's right, about right. it's about where teams are now, not their overall record. So really within the last 10 days. Uh, so I'll start with the East. Um, the Bucks, they're nine and one in their last 10. They've got the number one seed. Are they where they're at or do you think they're they could even be better? Or I could do over then, obviously. Yeah. Right? Yeah, overrated as well. Okay, um, I mean, I think I think they're perfect where they're at. I would say I would lean towards a little bit. Still, the under man. Okay. I mean, shout out Sixers. We took their win streak away, but um, I would say I would say they're probably pro- uh, properly rated. That team is very scary when healthy. I don't think Chris Middleton is fully healthy yet. John, I almost said John Morant. Too much John Morant. Giannis. <laughs> Um, is just coming back from that uh, wrist injury pre. Speaking speaking of Giannis, did you see him dunk on three people the other day? Yeah, yeah, dude's a freak. He, he has the he literally has the perfect nickname. <laughs> he, is, he is the Greek freak. No he one else, the, no one else in the world could make that dunk. Yeah, he he is all worldly freak. You know what I mean? He's just a freak yeah. athlete. Um, yeah. but him and Chris Middleton are the one-two combo on that team, and they've played just a handful of games this year. Um, and I don't know if they're totally healthy yet. So I, I really, really like that Bucks team. Okay. 
my team, the Celtics, uh, they're at number two. They're five and five in their last ten, including an overtime loss to both the Knicks and the Cavs. I think they're properly rated as well. I mean, I think I really think even with the next team after this, I think any three of them teams at, at this point in the year could really make some jumps. Yeah. I mean, when 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 JT and 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 Jalen Brown are on, and you got your uh, you got your role guys doing what they need to do. That team's as scary as anybody. And I would rather verse the Bucks than the Celtics. So okay. That, so then, that said, I would so then rolling on rolling on to the Sixers, then they're at seven and three in their last ten. They're looking good. What do you think? I feel like every time I talk crap about this team, they start performing a lot better. So I think they're I think we I could say that they are probably properly rated as well. What I've been seeing from this team is just all-around spectacular basketball. We just went 4-1 and one on the road. We started the road trip and got our, our heads caved in by the Mavs and then went four straight on the road. So I think that team is geared up to make a, a good playoff run, and I think they're properly rated at three. Okay. I, I, like, where you're, I like where you're at. Um, next up, uh, honestly, I'm happy to see this team where they're at. Uh, not because of where I live now, but just because it's uh, it's a fun young team to watch. The Cavs, they're six and four in their last ten. I think they're underrated because okay. I don't think there's going to be a lot of teams that want to play them guys. They're mm-hmm. young, they're wily. They got at least two guys in and and D Mitch and Garland that can just give you thirty plus on a good night. So. Yeah. And you, you got a you got a very uh, viable center in Jared Allen. You got a pretty deep bench with Levert, uh, Jetty Osman. Um, I'm probably missing. I, I don't have the roster right next to me, but yeah, you got you got uh, Rubio on that team as well. He's healthy. He's back. He's back. There you go. And he he was an interval piece to even them last year. It felt like before he got hurt, he was playing really well with them. So I think I don't think a lot of people want to play that team in a seven game series. I'm not saying that they'll even get out of the first round, which they may or may not. Right. But I think I think they're a wildly young bunch, and they're only going to get better. So I'm going to say underrated. Okay. Um, up next, we have the red hot New York Knicks. They're nine and one in their last ten. What are we thinking? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna think they're uh, I think they're a bit overrated. Okay. I think they're a bit of flash and a pain. Um, Jalen Brunson, shout out Jalen Brunson, Nova. Nova guy, every time I get that chance, you know I'm going to shout them out. But, uh, I feel like he's just called lightning in the bottle. Um, I'm not sure he's really as good as like, how he's playing. That kind of sounds messed up. But he is playing, like, very, 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 very good. Might I remind you, might I remind you, he played this well on the Mavericks, and that's part of the reason why he got such a good deal on the Knicks. Right, right, right. Um, You know – but Julius Randle's playing really good. Uh, they they do have complimentary pieces, but I I don't think they beat any any of the top four teams. Maybe okay. the Cavs, but I don't think they beat any of them in the in a seven game series in the playoffs. Okay, I, let me just say something here. It would yeah. be so funny. Um, I'm assuming you've heard Stephen A. Smith talk about D. Mitch and yes. wanting wanted him in New York as a Nick. Yep. Would it not be great? For the Cavs and Knicks to play in the first round, and the oh, Cavs sweep them, it'd be amazing. 
and I would love to see that. He might, he might, he might commit murder on national television if that happens. And, and the way it's set up right now is that's that's what would be. The, oh, and the I case. would love to see it. I love, I love seeing that man go crazy. He's, yeah. he's, a, he's a character. He's something else for sure. Um, all right, so I, I'm not going to go through the whole East. I'm just doing the top five because right. those are the guys that have, I would think, um, a, a, a championship hope. Obviously, some more than others, but that's really where you're looking at. Uh, the six, eight, uh, six, seven, eight is more. Ah, we are we're looking for the future. Um, so the Western Conference, number one, we've got the Nuggets. They're eight and two in their last ten. What are we thinking? I mean, I think you stated it uh, the other week that you thought they were a bit overrated, and I, I'm I'm going to go along the same same route. I don't think that that team is is good enough. To win, really against any, we'll we'll go obviously through the other ones, but I don't. I, they don't play defense. They don't play defense at all. Jokic is a totally offensive minded guy. Um, yeah, they probably win the first round, but uh, I don't think Jamal Murray's a great. He's not the the best Robin in that uh, in that conference anymore, and it's not even close. So I'm, I'm going to go with overrated for them. Uh, them guys in Denver. Okay. Uh, the next one, I think I know what your answer will be. But number two, maybe not. They've made it the whole season, and they're still at number two. The Kings at seven and three in their last ten. Yeah, I mean they're overrated. Um, <laughs> um, and I hate to say it because you know you uh, you know as just a fan of the sport, you love to see like new teams get into it. Yeah, and and the the Kings have been crap for years, but you know. I think that this year is going to be fun for them, but I, I think they're setting up to play like a Suns or a, you know, I don't even know what, what would this, well, I guess that'd be. Uh, the Kings, the Kings, the Kings would per- currently play the seven seed Timberwolves. Oh, okay. Well, then I can see them beating them, but yeah. I, I, I think they verse any of the, the, the real dogs in the West. Uh, they're going to, they're going to get put back on pace, but, but shout out to, to the Kings, man. Darren Fox, a bonus. Um, I, I remember uh, before last year we really um, went in depth on that Sabonis and Halliburton trade. Yeah, we did, and uh, we like to trade for the Kings and for for the Pacers. So I think both teams got great deals, and the Kings are doing great, but they're overrated to me. Okay, okay. Uh, number three, you got the Grizzlies. They're five and five in their last ten, and obviously we've got the John Morant issue, and they had a huge injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. What's his name? Brandon, uh, their power forward. I forget yep. his name off the top of my head. But um, I would say they're proper, uh, properly rated just because you know Jaws going to be back at some point. Um, I, I know the injury is definitely going to hurt them. Well, what's their record the past 10 games? Past 10 games, they are 5-5. Five and five. Okay, well. They've missed Ja the past few games. It was um, uh, Clark, by the way, Brandon, Brandon Clark. Clark, right? Yeah, gotcha. Um, which will will definitely hurt, but I think he's a part of the second unit, and uh, they haven't had Stephen Adams for a really long time. So if they get him back, he's that he's their uh, starting five. So that'll help them a lot. I think they're properly rated, but I don't know if they get past the big dogs either. Okay, okay. Um, up next, you have the. 
from last to first, not really, but they were doing pretty badly. Suns, they're seven and three in their last ten games, and you got to think that has a lot to do with Durant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're properly rated, in my opinion, and and in my opinion, the favorites in the West right now. Uh I mean, just the, impl- the just implementing Kevin Durant with Devin Booker and Aiton, and even an aging Chris Paul. Man, that is scary stuff. That is scary hours because now Chris Paul can take even more games off coming down the stretch and get healthy for the playoffs. Uh, Durant, obviously, is back from injury. Hasn't played a lot uh, recently. So he's, he should be uh, relatively healthy and good on stamina. So, But Devin Booker and KD, can you just imagine having to ISO them two guys? Wouldn't, it, would, wouldn't, it, be, wouldn't it be interesting, and, and this pains me because I'm a huge Steve Nash guy, but wouldn't it be interesting if Kevin Durant and Kyrie do all this complaining to get Steve Nash fired, and then Kevin Durant goes to the sun and wins a championship where Steve Nash failed for years? Yeah, yeah, that that would be that would be pretty bad. But that's a crazy storyline. Is the reason Nash was their coach in the first place? I know, I know. But then I think then that was he, more of a Kyrie thing, not liking that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, speaking of Kyrie, number five, we have uh, the Mavericks. They're four and six in their last ten. Kyrie and Luca are figuring out. They're kind of scoring crazy. Yeah, I know. I just witnessed them destroy the Sixers a week ago. Uh, I'm actually watching their game. They just started against New Orleans. Um, but that combo is only going to go so far. Yeah. I will tell you one thing. I really want to see the the Suns and Mavericks series. I think everybody wants to see Kyrie versus KD. And currently, that's what the matchup would be. And I would love it to stay there. Um, I'm going to say they're a bit overrated, though, because even though K, uh, uh, Kyrie and Luka can go for 30, 40 apiece on any given night, I watched this team not be able to play a lick of defense. Yep. They cannot defend anything. And and I mean, what happens when you verse a KD? Are you gonna be are you gonna be able to go toe to toe with the Sun Stars and just you two? You know what I mean? Right. Right. Well, I would say they're a bit overrated, but I love Luca. I, I do hope they uh they they either re sign Kyrie or get somebody for him. Now I did top five for the Eastern Conference, but the intro in the interest of a few teams that I think could still have a sneaky chance, uh, the Western Conference since oh, the yeah, move yeah. since the move of KD is way more stacked than the Eastern Conference. Uh, so I am going to throw a couple more teams on the list. They're not going to be in order. Obviously, the Timberwolves are in seventh place right now, but I don't think anything think anyone thinks they're championship contender. Um, but uh, at six, the Warriors, they're six and four in their last 10, and they just got Steph back. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, Steph guy. So I think, I think they're, they're, they're going to be underrated right now. And I, I think I brought this up last week when we were talking about over and underrated teams or not, or, or uh, whatever we talked about a few weeks yeah. ago about teams, but this team's underrated. Nobody's thinking about them because Steph's been gone for so long. Now Steph's back. And they're still in six. They're not even dropped out of the, the race. Right, and and you get Steph back now, who's all time great, best three pointer ever. Uh, you if it's Clay, it's it really it's a lot of it's gonna be on Clay and Jordan Poole. Yep. Because as much as as good Steph is, Steph's only gonna take you so far. 
you got to have some you got to have some complimentary pieces in it it'll really depend on them too but i'm going to go underrated cuz a lot of people have have checked them out okay this injury um at the 8 spot uh, they're 3 and 7 in their last 10 since acquiring russell westbrook but they do have Kawhi and paul george the clippers yeah i mean they made a mistake getting russ i think russ is not a good fit it seems like anywhere anymore um they made a mistake getting Russ because he's uh he's just he he just hasn't fit anywhere since uh, Oklahoma City at this point. It, it just feels like he's been like an odd the odd man out everywhere. And I don't know if it's his attitude, if it's if he just plagues the locker room with side sidebar sidebar with his accolades, uh being that he's you know the all time triple double guy. Um, he's. You know, he got all these rebounds, all these points, all these assists. Is he a Hall of Famer? Oh, 100%. Okay. 100%. 100%. And it's not – I mean, way less way less people have gotten into the NBA Hall of Fame. So, no doubt Russ is a Hall of Famer. But I think they're overrated just because – I don't know. I don't know what it is with Russ. If it, Like I said, if he just plagues the locker room or what, or he just got some bad voodoo on him. Um. But I mean that that team goes as far as PG and Kawhi can stay healthy. And really, Kawhi staying healthy is the is the biggest part. So now, I'm now really if, those, if those if those guys stay healthy at the eight seed, do you give them any shot at a championship? Um, if if presumably they do stay healthy, I would say so. I'd okay. give them at least a chance, and I think they have a good shot at taking the Denver Nuggets out in the first round. Okay, and the uh, the last they make it through playing the last teams. I'm the last team I'm going to mention. Um, because the rest of the teams are play-ins. Uh, this team is a play-in, but for the sake of interest, because we just mentioned Westbrook. Since Westbrook has left, right. the Lakers are seven and three in their last ten, and they're a ninth. I mean, it's going to be really. It's going to bar health, health-wise. You know, health stuff. If AD can carry that team while LeBron's out, and LeBron can come back and not come back half-assed and half-hurt, and KD can carry that team, and I. Th- but I think D'Lo just got hurt. Uh, the other game, I mean, on paper, that team is scary, healthy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they're properly rated, though, until until, until uh, I see AD be able to p- go and play two, three weeks without nag- getting some nagging injury. I'm going to have to leave them where they're at. Okay. I, I appreciate your uh, your insight, my friend. Uh, do you have anything else on the NBA you want to you want to touch on before we uh, go to the ever pressing NFL? Right. Um. No, I, I just wanted to get your thoughts on a second on just like two intriguing teams from each. I, just give me an intriguing team on each conference, and like you could say if they're over or underrated. Like the most intriguing from each side. Oh man! So the most intriguing for me. Um. Man, it's it's so it's so hard. But the most intriguing for for the the Eastern Conference to me is the Knicks. And I know that's a very I know you were like you know they're overrated, but I I think it's such an interesting thing. Uh, they've got Tom Thibodeau. Uh, you know, I think he's a fantastic coach. Obviously, he could play people more, and I think he contributed to the injury of D Rose because he plays people too much. But aside from that, I think he's a fantastic coach. Uh, the Knicks culture has been waiting, waiting for a team that has been good. Two years ago, two years ago, they got a playoff berth for the first time since like 2012. Uh, this year, 
they had a lull last year because uh, the year before, no one was guarding. No one was guarding Julius Randle. Everyone was like, oh, it's Julius Randle. We'll leave him open. He's slow. He can't do anything. Wrong. He was an all-star. He, he brought the Knicks to the first playoff berth since in, in, in like 10 years. Uh, this year, they, they did something great. They went out and they got a point guard who is ball dominant, Jalen Brunson, who can score, and he's doing fantastic. At the, at the beginning of the year, uh, on, on, on a former podcast, I believe I said that I don't think this is going to work because I think Jalen Brunson was only going to be a one-season wonder. And I was wrong. Jalen Brunson is that guy. Do I think he's a Hall of Famer? No, but I think he's he's a 20 guy. He's a 20 points a game guy. He's going to get you buckets. And that alleviates so much pressure off of Julius Randle that Julius Randle can do what Julius Randle does, which is score the freaking rock. I watched him play the Heat the other day when he hit that monstrosity buzzer beater. Uh, you got a double bang from the greatest basketball announcer of all time, Mike Breen. Bang! Bang! Yeah, it's just fantastic. But um, I, I think the Knicks are a lot better than people would give them credit for. They are fifth, so they're like probably perfectly rated for what they are. But I think they're... They're a sleeper team. They've got D. Rose on the bench who doesn't play a lot of minutes, but he didn't take the buyout because he wanted to be that guy on the bench for this young team. He's been there so long, I think he feels an allegiance to Tibbs and he feels an allegiance to these guys he's been in the locker room with. Um, so obviously, it's not out of the question that in the playoffs they could use D. Rose. Um, I, I just think I think this team has been to the playoffs and they they've been tested. And now they bring in, you know, a, a, a guy who's been in the playoffs and deep in the playoffs in Jalen Brunson. And I think they're suited for a, a fun a fun run. Do I think they're going to beat the Bucks, the Celtics, the Sixers? No. But but do I think it's possible? Yes, I do. I think Julius Randle is a special player. I think Jalen Brunson is a special player. And I think they just have that New York grit and grind. And the fan base is incredible. So uh, out of the East, I think that, that the Knicks are a very fun team. And uh, it's, a very, it's a very great team to get excited about. Out of the West, man, uh, it's really hard. There are so many teams in that division that are just like, wow. This is crazy. Um, I, I'm going to throw out a sleeper team, uh, the Pelicans. And it's all dependent on their uh, their injuries because right now they're in a play-in situation. And if they win a play-in game, I don't know what happens. They are a big, big roster. If, if, if Zion can come back for the playoffs and he's healthy – and he's even half of what he is when he's fully healthy, they're going to make some noise. Do I think they're a championship team? No, but you've got you've got so much talent on that roster. Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCollum. Uh, the list goes on. I, I'm blanking on some other names, but there's so many. There's so many people. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, so I really so, like Brandon Ingram when he's there's, on. There's so many people on that roster that could make a difference in a playoff situation. And you got to think, you got to think that if, if, if they can get some guys back and they can get some guys healthy, they're going to pose an issue. Do I think they have a championship chance? Not so much, but they're fun to watch, man. Yeah. And, and, and they got those that are, those uh, are, game. They got that dunker. We got that dunker that was in the dunk contest, Murphy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
He actually just actually had a pretty pretty nice poster right here. But no, I appreciate your insight as well. I just wanted to hear what your little bit of thought too as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's what I got. Um so my friend, moving on to the NFL. Everyone's excited about it. Everyone's talking about it. I'm gonna start off by talking about how we got my man Derek Carr out of the awful situation that was the Oakland slash Vegas Raiders and into a situation where I think he can thrive in Saint of Saints, the New Orleans Saints. What do you think about that? What's is that a good pickup for the Saints? Do they elevate themselves or are they just kind of same as? Well, I just feel I just feel like the Saints like are so stubborn to not just go into full rebuild. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they they are just not going for it at this point. They and it seems like every good. ever since Sean Payton left, right? They're just like, oh, we're just as good without him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he he was there just until Breeze was done, I guess. Um, right. but after Breeze, they what they go get Jameis Winston, they go get Andy Dalton, they go get these mid tier. Mid to low tier quarterbacks that'll keep them a seven eight win team. You know what I mean? They just yep. won't go and, and tank a year and, and go get somebody in the draft. And, and now again, you know I am not the biggest Derek Carr fan, but <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. And for that division, that division's up up for grabs now that uh, Tom Brady is presumably uh, gone. Right. So that division is just. Totally up for grabs. The Panthers, what are they doing? Who knows? Um, you got the Bucks, who have a really decent offense, but what, are they going to play Kyle Trask at quarterback? And, <laughs> and, and then you got the Saints, who have weapons. They have Cal, uh, I almost call him Calvin Ridley. Uh, Alvin Kamara. Right. Uh, Michael Thomas, who's slant boy. He's really good though when he's healthy. Yeah, slam boy. <laughs> um, they still have a decent offensive line. Right. Their defense is always good. It seems like their defense always has some sort of somebody on their team that you don't even know, like Trey Hendrickson. Right. He was there, and then now he's making buku money on the Bengals. There's going to be another one probably, right? Yeah. Um, They're very you good. At you defense. have a great defense on that team with a defensive coach and. With that being said, the coach for the Saints was either an assistant or a, a an assistant coach or something on the Raiders when Derek Carr was with the Raiders, so he knows the coach. Um, so I really like I, I like it for them just because that division is up for absolute grabs at yep. this point. Um, do I think that makes them world beaters or anything to really? be worried about in the NFC, maybe worry about them, but I don't think it makes them world beaters or top contenders, but it, it, it damn sure makes them the favorites for the NFC South, in my opinion. Okay. What do you think? Um, I know you got, I got, I got to hear what you think. Cause you love you some Derek Carr. Obviously I'm a huge Derek Carr fan. I think um, this is a great move for Derek Carr. It gets him out of the awful environment of Vegas um, slash Oakland. Um, they did not do any justice to this man. I think he is the Matt Stafford of the AFC. Um, 
he has a redemption story still to be told. He's he's dealt with injuries. He's dealt with terrible coaches. He's dealt with terrible organization. And I think he finally is with an organization that cares. Um, they have put together a good, healthy roster around him. Obviously, they had injuries last year, but everyone's coming back healthy. Um, uh, you got Kamara. You got Thomas. Like I, I think these guys, now that they have a quarterback, um, are are definitely gonna gonna stick around and try to give it their all because they have a chance. And like you said, Tom Brady is gone, so that division is wide open. That division last year was a division where you could win that division with a losing record, and they did. The Buccaneers won that division with a losing record, which is insane, insane when you look at the the AFC and. There are teams with winning records who didn't even make the playoffs. Like that's just that's just nutty to me. Um, I think he's really, really talented. I think they're a playoff team. They win that division with ease. Um, do I think they're a Super Bowl team? No, because uh, I don't think that they're they're they could win one. But I think the NFC. I think the NFC is is uh, obviously the Eagles are going to be great. Um, they're the team to beat. I think it's very possible you see the Eagles go back to the Super Bowl, as much as it pains me to say that. But uh, aside from the Eagles, who in the NFC is going to go to that that Super Bowl? I don't think anyone. Uh, and, I, and I really do think that uh, that it's it's right team, right time. And and if the I think it's, just, if, there's a, it's the Niners. It, well, it depends on who their quarterback is, right? I right. Mean, I mean, but but if you're going, if you're having anybody else against the Eagles, it's the Niners. Sure, sure. But even then, the Niners, the Niners had a, a fucking excuse my language. They oh, had a, oh, 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 we gotta do that. We gotta get. We gotta get a buzzer if, if Noah's saying the F word. He <laughs> said Niners... it before me this time, guys. <laughs> but go ahead, my man. The Niners. No, you're good. You're good. The, <laughs> I, that's my expletive for the podcast. The the Niners um were. Seven to seven in a fourth quarter game against the Cowboys, and only won that barely. And they, then they got blown out the next week, and they lost their quarterback, Brock Purdy. So I don't even think they're that special. I think they had a fun season. I think they've got a lot of talent, but it really depends on that quarterback position. So I would say that the the NFC is wide open. So Derek Carr with the Saints and what they got going on, it's not out of the question. They could at least rival the Eagles. I don't think they'll beat the Eagles, but I think I think an NFC championship game is in their future. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think there's a very very low it sounds like who our next guy is going to be out of the NFC as well, so I mean, there there is some slim pickings for the NFC to really that, that I should say that there is an open door for for less talented teams to make the playoffs and win games and such. Correct. Correct. Um, anything else on Derek Carr before I move on to other quarterbacks? Um, so we all know uh, Derek Carr is, is uh, Noah's favorite non-giant. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you a question here. Yeah, go ahead. What do you think about Danny Dimes? We'll go oh, we'll, we'll get into the next one. Um, yeah, so moving on, uh, the Giants decide to sign – uh, Daniel Dimes, the man, the myth, and the legend. No, he's not a legend, but I really hope that eventually he will uh become one. Um, it, <laughs> it's uh, 
it, it's really interesting uh, that they that they went the route they did. I think it's really smart. Um, if you didn't know, uh, they decided to uh, sign Daniel Jones for four years um, and then put a franchise tag on Saquon Barkley, which I think is so smart. Um, because if you if you do it the other way, uh, uh, well, well, not the other way, but you you weren't they weren't looking at uh, d- signing uh, Saquon uh, for a long contract. He's a running back. That's not really what uh, you do. You build around a quarterback in the NFL. That's just how it's yeah, run. Yeah, Ezekiel Elliott's put the put the bread and butter out. Is why you don't pay a running back. Exactly, and that's just what you do. Um, so I was really nervous for a while because I knew if they put a franchise tag on uh, Daniel Jones, they were not caring about the future of the organization. They were back to what Gettleman was doing uh, because Saquon at that point would walk uh, and he would sign with whoever wanted to pay him money. And because of his season last year, everyone wants to pay that that man money. I guarantee you the Eagles would throw that man as much money as they had left uh, because as good as Boston Scott or whatever the heck your running back's name is. Miles Sanders, Penn State boy. Miles Sanders, as good as that guy is, you would you would give your left nut to have Saquon Barkley in your backfield. Um, oh, yeah. Funny enough, though, Penn State, uh, just an off-brand thing, Saquon and Miles Sanders were running mates at Penn State. There you go. That'd be kind there of funny if they flip flop them, but go ahead. It would be, but 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 that's the kind of situation the Giants were in, and per per what the Giants are usually doing, I was worried because I figured they'd do that. They would do something stupid. They'd franchise Jones, and then try to trade him for a different quarterback, and then they'd have so many issues. And what they did was they signed Jones for four years, and they franchise tagged Saquon, so now they can. Now they have the ability to wheel and deal. So even if, and I really hope they don't, the Giants lose Saquon for some reason, they'll still get something back for him because they 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 are guaranteed at least two picks out of it, if nothing else. Um, and they can match him if someone else steps up to the plate. And I think people will at some point. Um, but I, I love this move by the Giants. Um, do I really love Daniel Jones? No. But did he have a great season last year? Yes. And I think that man is at least deserved of another season, um, provided that they go out and get him some wide receiver help, um, because they they did not uh, pick up any option on Galladay, and they're letting him go away, um, which is great because they didn't use him. So they really need some wide receivers. Um, so I, I like the move by the Giants. I think it's a good move. Yeah, I mean, my my main thing is you kind of paid him a lot of money. Yep, <sighs> I know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think the the deal was like thirty five a year, but there was like, I, I didn't read into all the details, but some of the incentives and it was almost looking like it was almost forty a year. Yeah, but I mean, incentives are you know make X game, win X game, do X game. So if you know if your incentive is hey, we'll pay you five thousand five five something a year, fifty fifty what whatever, like multiply what he's getting by like a ten. If he wins a Super Bowl, like I think some incentives are good because it's for players. It's like, hey, we believe in you, but we don't know how much. So if you want to get us to here, you'll get this amount of money. I think it's smart. Right, right, right. But I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I mean, hey, I'm just happy you got you didn't get Lamar. I mean, I mean, right now, right? I mean, there still could be a trade that goes. To- <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but um, for, for the Giants' sake, though, it made sense to to make amends with 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 or not amends, but to to get Daniel Jones at least on paper on a contract because I mean that organization really at a point and early in his career made a like it, he looked like he was going to be out of the league in two or three years, right? And now finally you got a coach. A coaching staff, a healthy Saquon, player, coach of the year, mind you. Yeah, hundred percent. But but you got all that around a viable quarterback in Daniel Jones, and now he's like, now he was like, hey, 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 you guys almost got me out of the league in about two or three years. Now I want to get paid, right. <laughs> which right. which um I think was good on you guys' behalf. Was it and it's good, it's good on da- it's good on Daniel Jones too because if he sucks, he's still making that money and he can retire happy. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's what. That's why I'm saying it's a little bit of a, little bit of a gamble here because he only threw 15 touchdown passes last year. Mm-hmm. Granted, I knew he, I knew he looked a lot better and he ran. And he got he got the Giants their first playoff berth in 2016. So, right, right, right. So I mean, I'm not really pooping on the contract here, but it's a lot of money for a guy that's 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 yeah. one, one good year. But it was good to it was good to get Saquon back. I assume so. Yeah, no, we'll definitely. We'll put them in a little bit of a package deal. So I'd give that a. Uh, you guys did a good job there. Thank you. Um, so, touching on other quarterbacks, uh, Lamar got franchise tagged. Uh, what do you think is going to happen there? Do you think Lamar, uh, come opening weekend, is going to be the starter for the uh, Baltimore Ravens? Um, I mean, in, in my in my uh, opinion, I think there should be like twenty five teams in the league. Maybe maybe like around twenty. Okay. 20 teams that should be knocking down Lamar Jackson's door <laughs> to get a contract signed with this guy. He is 24 years old, a yep. former MVP. Understandably, the injuries are a little bit of a scary deal here, but I think this year not having a contract and playing a little bit injured, he could have played, I think, this year at the end of it. But yeah. he decided not to because he wanted to look, for, look out for himself and not RG3 himself. Um, right, uh, but I think I think there should be twenty teams knocking down his door and trying to get a contract with him. And if I'm a team like like let's say the Jets, yep, I'm I am I I flew out to see Aaron Rodgers that day, and I, would, I was flying back to go talk to Lamar when I heard this. You know what I mean? Right. I'm I'm signing him. I'm giving him the checkbook, and I'm saying I'll pay you anywhere. What what you want? What do you want for how long? Right. They haven't had a quarterback since Joe Namath. So Brett Favre. No, I'm kidding. Oh yeah, Brett Favre won the extra. Mark Sanchez. The playoffs. But granted, though, Lamar is a total game changer. He's a former MVP. He's 24 years old. You, you everybody should be calling this guy. Um, yep. I think the Ravens might get stubborn and get stuck and match the deal, and say, you know what? Fine, fine. You want this money? Take it. We're going to be handcuffed, but if we don't have you, what are we? Right. So I, I could really see the Ravens matching unless it's a buttload of money, like looking like a like maybe like two hundred twenty, two hundred thirty million guaranteed. Yeah. But I think there's going to be a team that's desperate enough for a quarterback that's going to give him one ninety, two hundred guaranteed. And I don't, I don't know if the Ravens will, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it, it's very intriguing. I really have no idea where this could go, to be honest. I, I mean, the Jets sound good. 
the Ravens sound good. I think uh, the Dolphins sound good. Mm-hmm. Granting that I don't know what they think about Tua. Uh, wouldn't it be funny, the Packers? <laughs> go pay a quarterback and they go get him. Or I've been hearing the Texans just to sell tickets would pay him a buttload of money. Um, okay. The Giants would have been intriguing. Granted, they already have Danny Jones now. Right. Um, nah, but like I said, there like there's a very select few teams that should not be calling up Lamar and seeing just in, inquiring about this guy. What do you think? Because this is the biggest. This is the biggest talk here. It definitely is. Um, for me, I think Lamar is that dude. Even when he's like half healthy, he's got a great arm. He's not just one of those quarterbacks like. Colin Kaepernick, right? He was speedy as heck. Russell Wilson, speedy as heck. But, like, as far as arm strength, you wouldn't put them in, like, as far as – you wouldn't put them as the goats, you know, as far as arm strength goes. Um, And Lamar actually has a really good arm. I think this dude's ceiling is so high, and he's so young. Obviously injuries, but, but man. But, man, if your team is down and out and you need a quarterback stat, this is the guy. This is the guy you go get, especially when his team doesn't want him. His his team is clearly like, ah, well, if someone if, if you think you're worth this money, we're gonna put a franchise tag on you. And if someone wants to pay you, they'll go out and get you. But if not, we're gonna get you for the price we want you at. But let me let me just say there's a like them giving him this certain franchise tag is literally a kick in the nuts. Uh-huh. Like from not actually, I mean, it's a little bit of a kick in the nuts, but it isn't. It's literally it's, a we don't want you get out. Of here. Like, like that's what he could be going through his mind. So, but, but also you could think about it as like, oh well, we're giving him freedom that we didn't want to pay him it. So let him find somebody else that will. So right. I, I could see how it going both ways, but it, it's showing the true colors of the Ravens. Yeah, no, I, I agree, I agree. But, uh, but on that, on that, on that conversation, I really think. Any team uh, is lucky to have Lamar Jackson. And I think it's it's only a matter of days before we start hearing calls getting made. Because if I'm the Jets, if I'm the Packers, if I'm the Texans, if I'm the even the Browns, and even though they have Deshaun Watson tied up, like who, it doesn't matter what team you are, what quarterback you have, uh, unless you're Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, you're picking up the phone to at least inquire about Lamar. Like that's that's where you're at. If you're, if, uh, honestly, honestly, and they wouldn't because they just got he just got you he just got you to a Super Bowl, and you would say, "Nah, they're smoking crack for picking up the phone." But honestly, even the Eagles could pick up the phone and call about Lamar. Like I, I hear it, I hear it, but I like I think that the Eagles would be one of the teams that wouldn't. No, 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 and of course they wouldn't. They wouldn't because because they they've got their guy and he's a good guy, but. But that's how good Lamar is. That's what I'm saying. Like the Eagles, the Eagles are in the spot where their quarterback is good, but Lamar and, and they won't. But I'm just saying this is this goes to the greatness of Lamar. Lamar is so good that the Eagles, who just made the Super Bowl, would even think about picking up the phone. Like that's that's how good this guy is. So if you're, I I really expect any day now for calls to start coming in for this guy. Right. I, I think I think it's I think there's probably like four. Five teams in the NFL that wouldn't pick up the phone, and it would be the Chiefs, the Bengals, the, the Bills. The Bills. I, I'm even going with the Eagles because I, I, I know, I know Lamar's got the explosiveness, but he just brought us to the Super Bowl, man. I, nah. I'll give you, I'll give you an, a, a team nobody's talking about that I think would pick up the phone: the Cowboys. 
I think the Cowboys in a heartbeat would get rid of Dak Prescott to have Lamar Jackson. Right, right. Like say like they sign and trade or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Now that would be intriguing. I mean that that, that I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> I don't, don't want to see him in the NFC East, especially nope. on the Cowboys. Me neither. Um but that that would be intriguing. Um but like I said, there there's like four teams in the NFL that should not be kicking his door down. Right. Um, and there is going to be a team that's going to wildly, even you, you could even say overpay this guy probably. Of course. And give course. the two picks. Yep. They should. What's funny, what's, what I didn't get on the Ravens standpoint, if they would have just normal franchise tagged them, they could have got so much more. Right. Do, you, do we not remember what garnered for Russell Wilson last year? Right. Like and then they signed him into an extension as soon as he got there. Like why I don't I, I don't I really am not understanding why they just didn't give him the normal franchise tag and just look to trade him. Uh, it, that just it absolutely confuses me. But hey, it's, I'm not. Who am I, right? I'm, I'm I'm just the guy that talks on the internet. You're just a guy with a podcast. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just the guy that talks on the internet, man. Right, right. Man, that's it's such a great uh, great thing to figure out where great players are going to go. And on that same line, another great quarterback in this league is looking for a switch up. We got to talk about him, Aaron Rodgers. What you thinking, man? I mean, it, it, it feels like a match made in heaven for the Jets. Feels like a really good match for uh, the Vegas Raiders. <laughs> I love seeing all the Jets players tweeted Aaron Rodgers. Oh, dude, that was funny, right? Did you see what Sauce Gardner said? He said, bro, I won't even pick you off at practice. I did. So funny. He's like, I won't do it. <laughs> um, and Brees Hall, the running back, like said, like, I'm manifest. He said, leave me alone. I'm manifesting Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. And that, that just shows how much that, that organization wants to win. So, um, I, I do just want to say from a side point, it's very interesting to be a player and tweet that knowing that you already have a quarterback, whether it's whoever it is, like you're really just saying, Hey, you're Zach Wilson. You're junk. You're not my boy anymore. We want to hear junk. Can you imagine if they, if, can you imagine if they don't land Aaron Rodgers? How awkward is that for players like sauce that now have to go with Zach Wilson? I think then they'll get Jimmy G at the least. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But, but back to Aaron Rodgers, I think he makes sense for the Jets. Obviously, there are they flew out as soon as Aaron said he was going to play this year, and that the the Packers would let the Jets talk to him. They flew out with their coach, their offensive coordinator, their GM, their owner. They all flew <laughs> out there the second they heard it. Basically, so, all of the Jets. Shoot, I wouldn't have been surprised if Sauce Gardner was on that plane. <laughs> um, but the Jets make sense. The Raiders make sense for some reason, and I don't understand why. It's probably just a spiteful thing on Aaron Rodgers' point, but he would make so much sense for the Niners. Yep. Could you imagine Aaron Rodgers with the Niners? It'd be stupid. That's scary hours. Um, but again, we 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 every team that's going to inquire about him is going to have to worry about him playing one year and being done. Right. Um. So we really have no idea how how teams are thinking and or 
what the what the compensation would be for the Packers, Oh, also, right? also, also, a spot I was thinking for for Rodgers doesn't make sense because it's the same division. But uh, a team like the Lions should go all in on Lamar. Lamar, there you go. I th- I think they wanted probably be uh, loyal to Jared Goff after the good year. I I think they do, but but that would be hundred percent though. Imagine Lamar with that young young team. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, hey, sorry, to, sorry to Lamar Jackson to bite kneecaps. Right. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to get you off of the uh, the the Aaron Rodgers talk, but I thought about it because there is no, no. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I like I I think Aaron could go with any of those teams, and a Cowboys would be intriguing. I know that won't happen. NFC teams. I don't think there's going to be any NFC team that's actually going to. I don't even think the Packers would trade them to the NFC. Is what I'm saying. No, um, of course not. But uh, another team again, it's Miami. How much uh, they they say that they're all in on Tua. But are you really? Are you really? So, those would be my three teams, Jets, Raiders, and I think the Dolphins could could be a fit to uh do you have any uh teams you think you could fit with? Uh, literally all the teams you just mentioned. And and I would say maybe maybe the Colts uh oh. I mean, I don't, I don't know where they are with the Matt Ryan train, but Matt Ryan is kind of on the way out, and and I think it's I think they're going to draft somebody this year. Yeah, well, I mean, if you if you could sign Aaron Rodgers instead of drafting someone, wouldn't you do it? Ah, uh, in a I year, think they're about they're about year, old quarterback doubt. But in a year, yeah, but in a year where the quarterback draft is not super super filled like it's not like yeah, a quarter- I'm not a huge fan either of this year's draft it's not a quarterback draft I, I mean if you I, i'm not saying the colts would do this or aaron Rodgers would want to play for them but like wouldn't that I, I feel like that's a team that needs a quarterback they got a lot of other pieces i mean you got taylor he's a brilliant one of the one in a generational running back i don't like taylor at all i picked him in two leagues first pick and he screwed me over he's great when maybe he's you're not the guy to talk to about this but I, think, <laughs> I think the colts are an interesting sick um i honestly i'm trying to think of other teams that are different than the ones you said just for the sake of uh argument um let me see here maybe a box but he's not going to an nfc team um i got I got a team that's uh, a great uh, – it's a good team. They did better than they thought they would last year. Maybe the Steelers? I mean, you you you're, you got Mitch Trubisky and you got – I think they're going to probably try to stay with Kenny, uh, Kenny Smallhands. You got Kenny – Kenny what, Kenny Pickett? Is that his yeah. name? I mean, great, great guy, but if you get Aaron Rodgers for a season and Kenny can kind of tool under him. I yeah, mean, I, that wouldn't. That wouldn't. Be, I mean, could would you would you make that call? I make that call if I'm the Steelers. Well, I, that's why I think even for the, like for the Jets, because uh, I remember there was a there was a picture going around in the off season this past one, um, of the Jets and Packers like doing like uh, like like the they they uh trained against each other, right? You know how they do them like yeah 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 the scrimmage games, um and. Uh, Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers like were having long talks, and mm. Zach came out and said that like that's like his idol. Growing so up, so he so he'd be a guy that would be like, all right, I'll sit the bench to learn from this guy for a couple of years. It, I think it's a if it's it's a match made in heaven for if, okay. if Aaron plays two years, a year, two years, three years, even if 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 three would come, it's perfect for that that kid to sit under him because that kid is. 
not not it right now. He's got a buttload of talent, but his he no. Decision making is an F. Okay. Okay. Um yeah, man. Uh anything else we, we I'm gonna touched throw on... one more I'm gonna I'm gonna throw yeah. a back at you. Go ahead. What do you think about Geno Smith? I called it I called it la- I called it last week. Um, and I'm going to double down on it. I thought it was a great move for both parties. Uh, he wasn't going to make it anywhere else, uh, e- even though he had a great comeback player of the year uh, season. Uh, the Seahawks aren't an alluring franchise. They they have an aging coach who, honestly, I'm surprised hasn't retired. Um, they have not uh, the greatest weapons. I mean, obviously, you still got Metcalf, but like uh, – you're not you're not the powerhouse you used to be. Your defense the same way, um, so you're not going to allure people like Rogers or Lamar um, or Carr. Uh, so so it makes sense to just sign the guy that did you good last year, and I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it made every bit of sense to. I, I thought he he got I mean 105 million bucks for three years. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a bit much, and. Three years betting on this guy that had one good year out of how many? Right. So I mean, we'll see how it we'll see how it pans out. But I think uh, I think it was like you said, match made. It was perfect. But the incentives and the money was a I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Right. I mean, only time yeah. will tell, and that's with most things. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to touch on on the NFL before we move on? Um. No. I mean, I think I think we touched on all the. The quarterbacks we need to talk about, um, and uh, the draft's right around the corner, so we'll get into that one of these weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm going to move on uh, to the MLB, and I want to do something really fun. Uh, just a a brief, uh, way too early predictions. We're going to do some way too early predictions. And I want to hear where you're at. I, I, I've watched a little bit of preseason. I know you haven't watched so much, but like, what, what are you, what are you thinking? What, what do you think? What do you think the, uh, the, the way too early predictions would be looking at? We'll, we'll go with, we'll go with uh, teams that you think will do well. Um, but, but, but way too early, uh, um, predictions for, uh, for, for at least the, uh, the world series, but then also some teams you think will do well. Um, well, I mean, I'll start out with my boys. Um, I think, uh, I think they are primed to, to be way better than last year. I think everybody, I, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but the Braves, the Mets, the Phillies, any okay. one of those teams could be coming out of the, the, the NL. And I think yeah. any of those teams could win the division, but you know the Mets love to screw the pooch at the end of the year, <laughs> right? Um, but I won't go with my team, the Padres. Padres are loaded. They have bats. They have Tatis coming back. Machado. They have Juan Soto. They have uh, who Cronensworth? Uh, he's their second baseman. They right. have a lot of pieces on that team. That I watched them play without Tatis last year, and they took the Phillies. Was it the six or five? Five or six games that was going to the World Series. So I think they're an intriguing team in the NL. But obviously, um, 
the Central is just filled with a bunch of mid-level teams, the Cardinals, the Brewers, you know what I mean? Teams right. that some of them are going to make the playoffs, but you're probably going to get bounced in the first round. Um, and then the West, along with the Padres, you got the Juggernaut and the Dodgers, of course. Um, but I, I really like the I like I like the Phillies and Padres again in the uh, NL championship game. I maybe yeah. not the championship game, but I could see it like a repeat of it because both teams have just gotten way better. Um, for the AL, I mean it's a toss up for the AL, but I think the front runners as of right now would be would be the Astros still, mm-hmm. but I think the Yankees. Obviously, the Yankees every year either get better or keep their core pieces. Um, I I mean, you guys got Aaron Judge back. You guys got the guy that needed to come back, right? Yeah. Um, you guys got uh, Carlos Rodon from the Giants. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's arguably a top three in your rotation guy. Um, you, you, can, you can probably elaborate better on your team. Nestor Cortez, you like to call him Na- Na- Nasty, Nasty Nestor, Nestor right? yes, sir. Uh, he's a young gun. Um, I'm n- I've never liked Garrett Cole, and you guys paid him way too much money, but I agree. You, you know what he's at least capable of. Um, and then you got teams like the Mariners, who I think could make a little bit of a pop. I'm not saying that they would go to the World Series, but they'd be a fun team to to watch. They got uh, uh, J-Rod, Julio Rodriguez, who's going to be, I think, one of the best players in the league in the future. And they got a nasty bullpen and starting staff. And let me just throw out there what's a really intriguing team, just because of the names that they got in this uh, this uh, free agency pool, the Texas Rangers. I was going to say the same thing. Just, just, just because they got uh, – one healthy, the best pitcher maybe ever. One healthy, and my like, just the talent of that guy, Jacob uh, Degrom. Um, and that they got uh, they got other guys in that starting staff. I want to look. Um, let me just look this up real quick. Uh, where is it? Can are you faster with this than me? <laughs> they got uh, Nathan Avaldi. Right. Who was a Boston Red Sox. Uh, John yeah. Gray. Corey Seager, too. Yep, Corey Seager. He was there last year. He's a second baseman. Absolute Marcus. bomber. Um, uh, who, who was their big uh, – other than DeGrom? Was it John Gray? I guess they, it was. They got, they got uh, Marcus Simeon, too, at shortstop. He's really oh, good. Oh, yeah, the guy from the, guy from, uh, the Blue Jays. Yeah. The old guy from the Blue Jays. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I just think they're they're extremely intriguing. Not saying that they'll even make the playoffs, or even maybe maybe Degrom will get hurt like usual and they won't even contend. Right. I just think they're an intriguing team. But the top boys in that in, in the AL, in my opinion, would be the Yankees and Astros. Yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. For me, uh, you look at the 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 AL. I I got the Yankees. I think the the new pitch. The new pitch clock works in the Yankees' favor. Uh, they 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 pitch really well when they're forced to just make their pitches, and the batters are forced to just make the hits. I think I think this new this new system will work well in the Yankees' favor. Um, 
I don't think it works well in the Astros' favor. I think these guys are really good at working counts. I think these guys are really good at like uh, getting the ticky-tack balls. And I don't think they're going to get those as much i think this this kind of baseball lends itself more to the the power hitters than it does to the 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 base the base on balls kind of players which is why i don't think the guardians will do as well as they did last year because they're they're very much let's let's get people on the bases and get those bases in and i think with the new pitch clock and the new hitting clock it it lends itself to more home runs or strikeouts than it does anything else um and so this one, I think, I think that the Yankees are going to do well. Um, the Mariners, they've got some power hitters. Obviously, we talked about the Rangers, um, and I, I throw another team in there, the Angels, because they've got, uh, the, you know, two of the most the best players in baseball, but they don't two, fail. Thing. Two yeah. of the best players in baseball in Mike Trout and uh, and and the man, the myth, and the legend, the Asian menace. <laughs> uh, right out there. I mean, those two guys, like those. Uh, Otani and 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 Trout are two of the best guys in the league, and and I won't count them out until they're mathematically eliminated halfway through the season. Um, in the National League, um, you know, obviously the Phillies, the Mets, the Braves, honestly, uh, anyone in that division except for the Marlins and the Nationals, Nationals yeah. could could bring home a championship. Uh, the NL Central, I don't see any team in that division doing anything except maybe the Cardinals because they're generally consistently good. Uh, and the West, obviously, you've got the Dodgers, Padres, um, just bringing up the rear. Uh, the Rockies are a fun young team, but I, I I think that the Dodgers and the Padres are a pretty good lock. Um, so those are just those are just some teams that I'd highlight. I don't really have. A World Series, but I think if I picked one, I think a rematch of 2009 Yankees Phillies is is kind of in in my mind. That would that would be uh, that would make for great content and uh, just a great World Series. I think um, that that would be that would be a lot of fun. I, I don't know if we would be able to be friends for like <laughs> for the entirety of the World yeah. Series or for however kind of... long that series went. I, I don't yeah. know. If, um, yeah, no. You know no... how much shit we talk when it's just even regular season. Oh yeah, if we got into the postseason or like <laughs> Super Bowl or like or not. Well, we can't do Super Bowl, but like World Series. World Series, yeah. Into, say that. I mean, we we had it this year, but imagine if that was the NFC Championship and it was a close game. Oh man, yeah. Or yeah. or we maybe the Celtics Sixers we might see that, but if we, we seen see that, that World Series, man, oh man, that'd be something else. That'd oh yeah, I don't else. even know if we'd be able to do a podcast. I think we'd have to just preview <laughs> it, and then while it's going on, I don't know if I'd be. Able or to... we or we each do our own. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about other. We'll, we we'll, we could do our normal podcast, but we'll get to the baseball part and we'll do our own segments. Yeah, um, yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> um, all right, but shoot, man, that that would be awesome. Um, I have no. I have no really World Series pick. I just wanted to throw out some intriguing teams. Yeah, no. And re- sure. really preview it because we are almost 20 days away from baseball. So that Woo! is exciting. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, it is now time for everyone's uh, favorite segment of, of, of the, the week. It is a new segment, uh, relatively new. Uh, we've been doing it for, for, the, for the length of the podcast. Uh, but it is time for Jay's picks. Jay, what what you got for us this week? It's a it's a it's a light sports week. What you got? You know what we're running with? We've been running very well with UFC, so we're gonna keep continuing with UFC. We went three and two last week. It wasn't our best week, but hey, we went eight and two the past two weeks before. So get off my back. Um, <laughs> uh, we got some crazy names here. 
But this is a UFC fight night. It's a normal night of uh, UFC at the Las Vegas Apex. Um, and to kick off the main card, we have Victor Petrino versus Anton Takard something. Um, <laughs> and I'm going th- – th- this fight is basically a pick em fight, and I'm going with Victor Petrino minus three, uh, 113. They are both minus 113. It is the epitome of a pick em fight, so you could literally flip a quarter and – it, you'll see what happens, right? I mean, you could do that with really any uh, UFC. <laughs> UFC, I would say, is one of the hardest to ever pick. Yeah. Um, next fight, we have Syed Nurmagomedov versus Jonathan Martinez. Uh, Syed is not related to Khabib Nurmagomedov, but I am taking Nurmagomedov in this fight. He's a minus 250. Uh, I think he's going to absolutely dominate Martinez on the ground, and he's just going to He's going to put him in a hurt locker. You know what I mean? He's going to, get, <laughs> he's going to put him in a headlock now. Um, but he's going to, he's probably going to submit him, I would say. Um, and then we have Ricardo Ramos versus Austin Lingo at, at our three spot. And I'm going to Ricardo Ramos at minus 400. He is the biggest favorite on the card. And you know what favorites usually do. They usually win. So we're going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to take the, take the easy road here and take the, the favorite. Unless it's uh, unless it's Shevchenko who really screwed me last week, um, <laughs> but uh, we got in our four spot Alexander Volkov versus Alexander Romanov. I think two Russians or two two people in uh, in other countries. Obviously, I'm going with the the the, the, no, the one that I know that is a Russian, Alexander Volkov. He's a plus one one twenty eight uh, underdog in this fight. I like his length. He's one of the biggest fighters. Like. Uh, lanky, tall fighters um, in the UFC. I like his length, and I like him to pick apart Romanov and and really wear on his gas tank. And in the co-main event, this one's actually going to be a really fun fight. It was uh, it was uh, called off the other week because somebody got sick. Oh, that night. Uh, but we have we have Krilov versus Ryan Spann, and th- this is close to a pick'em fight. But Krilov is a very slight favorite. At minus one seventy, and we're going with Krilov at minus one seventy. I think he knocks he knocks Ryan Span out. I think Ryan Span is is highly overrated in my opinion, um, and I think Krilov gets the job done. And then we have our main event, and it's Piotr Jan versus Marab Develishvili. Man, I'm getting better at these names. Huh? I'm trying. <laughs> you names. sound great. There's some me. crazy stuff, man. Yeah. Um, but this this is uh this is probably a title unlevel eh, eliminator for the bantamweight division. Okay. The winner could be next in line for a title shot. And I'm going with the underdog here. I'm going with Marab Develish Willie by I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's gonna win it by de- decision and he's going to absolutely just grind and and wrestle Piotr Jan to a uh to a five round decision. So, but those those are Jay's picks this week, and we're going to bounce back this week, and we're going to get at least four, four or five of these boys, maybe even six. Let's go, let's get it. <laughs> uh, thank you as always for your your picks, good sir. Um, it is now time for everyone's second favorite sub uh, section of our our podcast. Oh, what, what is, now you're giving Jay's picks to the number one spot? I think so. I, like I think it. people are liking Jay's picks. I think it's a good way to go. Uh, okay. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the next favorite uh, section of our podcast is called Garbage and Gold. Yeah. And it this is, is personally my favorite. I it's, love it's so fun. It, it's, it's about, it's about what, your, what, your, what your crappiest part of the week was, what your best part of the week was in regards to sports and or media sometimes. Uh, but, Jay, Jay, start us off. What were your garbage and gold, man? Um, uh, we, I'm not really going to elaborate on it because I think I uh, said it enough. My garbage is John Morant sure. for two weeks straight. Do better, kid. I know you're young. You're going to make mistakes. Learn from this. Be a better person. Use your head on your shoulders. Um, think things uh, through. Maybe get a better team around you. Get some better uh, better influences around you. Um, and, and just be better, man. Um, stop waving your gun around. Whoever's gun that was, you're, you're being absolutely an idiot. Just re- uh, reassess yourself there, kid. Um, and my gold for the week is we're like 20 days. I mean, it's, it's pretty easy, but we're only, we're like 20 days away from, uh, from opening day, man. Woo! Man, I am, I am super, super pumped. To get into the thick of things with talking baseball, I love baseball, especially when the Phillies are good. Um, <laughs> and I, I just can't wait to see Trey Turner make his actual debut. Yeah. Um, I know we don't got Bryce to All Star, but I don't care. I am super pumped for baseball. I can't wait for the weather to get warm and go out and go see a ball game, man. It's 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 the best live sport to watch, in my opinion, and it's the best time. I don't know. In my opinion, I think baseball is just – it's the best pastime that we have. So, 20 days away from baseball being back in full form is my goal. I get that. Uh, so, my garbage is the way the Celtics have been playing lately. Uh, they lose they lose an overtime game against the Knicks, and then I'm sitting with my girlfriend's father watching the Celtics and the Cavs, and they lose to the Cavs in overtime. Uh, my garbage specifically – is Grant Williams telling Donovan Mitchell, <laughs> Grant Williams telling Donovan Mitchell, I'll make both, I'll make both. When he's fouled at the end of regulation, all he has to do is hit one free throw uh, to win the game, two to really ice it, uh, and he misses both. And then they go to extra innings and they they lose. That is my garbage. That is disgusting if you can't hit free throws don't brag that you're about to hit both it's a bonehead move it's stupid um a honorable mention for my garbage um and it's more so garbage that it happened to this person um i don't know if you saw this but justin turner oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah. uh, on the red Sox. uh matt matt manning uh, was pitching for the tigers and uh Utterly clocked Justin Turner in the face. Um, I, 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 I'm not a Red Sox fan by any stretch of the imagination, uh, and I always uh, wish ill upon the Red Sox. But as a person, I never wish injury on anyone, despite uh, me not wanting you to win. Uh, and, and watching that person just crumple to the ground and bleed and be in utter pain is just terrifying. Uh, so, so honorable mention, uh, rest well. I hope you uh, have a swift recovery, Mr. Turner, uh, and that uh, you get back to the game that you love so dearly because that is that is rough to watch from any any sport, any perspective. Um, yeah, yeah. 
And and at first glance, it almost looked like his glasses got broken into his face or something. Yeah, I don't know exactly how it was, but there was a lot of blood. Yeah, there was a lot of blood, and it was it was rough. So yeah, so prayers out to Justin Turner. Speedy, speedy recovery. Uh, prayers out to Justin Turner. Uh, my gold for the week. Uh, yeah, uh, you nit the nail on the head uh, with uh, baseball coming back. Baseball. I played it for nine years as a kid. I absolutely love the sport of baseball. It's my favorite sport uh, to play. Uh, it's one of my favorite sports to watch, and it is just such a vibe. Uh, go to the game, have a few beers, have a hot dog, have a pretzel, have popcorn, whatever you want to eat, it's there. Uh, if you're a Yankees fan, it's sausage and peppers. If you're a Philly fan, it's probably a Philly cheesesteak. But, like, it's – it's. I love, the, I love tailgating, man. Oh, it's, getting there it's like such, an hour early. Yeah, such a vibe. Uh, so I, I'm excited for that. Uh, it's uh, not to not to steal Jay's gold, but that's just I think no, that's a great. I, that's I, an, we both can appreciate the sport. And I that's am, an American gold. I I, I, I I consider that an overarching gold. Everyone has the same gold this week. It's that baseball is right around the corner. Yeah, yeah, and and let, let's just let's both have our uh, fingers crossed. Um. That this season doesn't get absolutely ruined with these new rules, man. Oh, yeah. No, my fingers are crossed. I'm hoping for the best. But, man, another great week of the pod, dude. Hey, it's always great when we're talking sports, man. You know what I mean? Heck, yeah. Heck, yeah. Anything? Any final words you got to say, Mr. J? Hey, man. Talking sports with a good bud, having some brews, watching sports. As we're talking sports, well, how does it get better? You know what I mean? It doesn't get it's, much better than that. It doesn't get much better than that. And I mean, as always, I'm Jason. And I'm Noah. This is Talking Titles. We hope to see you next week. Peace. Peace.